Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Man, it's been a while, but you know, it's good to be recording again. Actually recording from my house, um, because we are all in lockdown. But, um, pretty sure when, you he- when you're going to be hearing this, we're going to be in level 3, so congratulations, you made it. Five weeks is a long time to be without KFC. Um, but yeah, please go easy on them, because they're humans too. But um, really excited for today. It's not going to be like deep or like pretty like thought provoking, but it's just going to be some fun. You know, we've had some times. At times like right now, it's been very, very anxious, and a lot of people are worried. So maybe you need a bit of a laugh. So sitting here with my brother David. What is good, everyone? Are we going to talk about some funny stories of our childhood? What is our topic called today? Just like. I don't know, just being brown. Being brown. Being That's Indian. what we're calling it today is being brown. Um, and I think we're going to, we're just going to dig into it and just talk about like life and just banter and talk, talk about some of the things we questioned as a kid, like things were just like, our parents would tell us to do and we'd always have a question like why, but why? we just, but we just do it. Why? And now once we're like adults and you know, we're starting to pay our own bills and do our own thing, we're just like, why do we have to do that? Like, what? <laughs> Let's just let's get into it, man. So yeah, what's it like being Indian, bro? Bro, okay. When I was a kid, right, I honestly did not like being Indian. Like I just didn't like my culture. I would tell people, um, oh yeah, I'm like part Indian, but my dad's like from here and my mom's from here, but really they're just Fijian Indian. But now, um, growing up, I think I, I actually enjoy being Indian. Like, I love my culture. I love yeah, my people. Sure. I love like, my music. I love I love everything about being Indian now. But back then, I think when we were kids, I think, bro, one of the worst things I hated, okay, this was the number one thing, okay, was going to school smelling like curry. Because, okay, hear me out. It wasn't because I ate a lot of curry, okay? It was just because... Man, when your parents cook curry in the house, that's all you smell. Yeah, like your clothes, it, your everything, man. Everything just smells like you. Soon, even your hair smells like curry. As like, soon as the onion hits the oil with oh, the garlic, yeah, that's done, bro. You're done. You're done. Like, you might, mate, there's no point putting cologne or perfume. You because can. That's gonna make it worse. Just, you, you can even come out of the shower, <laughs> put some lotion on, put cologne, deodorant, everything, and then you go out into the kitchen, and as soon as the smell hits you, it like. It like lingers on you and you can smell it while you're driving, yeah. smell it while you're on the way to school, which Yo, is so annoying. We'd like walk home from school and then people would be like, oh, look, your mom's cooking again. Yeah, because you can smell it in the street. <laughs> like as soon as you enter, you smell curry and you're just like, there's mom. That's my mom. That's crazy, man. But um, yeah, man, just I think also like bullying, man. Like who came up like, with the word curry muncher? Like. Bro, okay, one day, right, no. this, one day this white guy actually stood up for me because someone called me a curry muncher when I was little, and then he was like, and then this this white guy said to this other white guy, he was like, have you ever eaten butter chicken? And what, and the white guy was like, yeah. He's like, well, you're a curry muncher too. And I was like, oh, that's right, boy. And I was like, I think I was maybe like seven or eight, and I was like, that's right, you're a curry muncher too. That's right. That's that's good, man. Good he stood up for you. But um, I wasn't going to say like, Definitely appreciate our culture way more. Um, yeah, I mean, people used to bully us, curry munchers. That was like a, what did that word even Nah, bro, worst one, worst one annoyed was bud bud. 
Oh. What the heck was Bud Bud? What does that even mean, bro? <laughs> Bud Bud. The thing is, like, I remember I used to... So, like, we weren't allowed to get... Okay. I'm going to say white food, okay? Like, Lee snacks and, like... Strings? The crazy, like, like strings and Damn, stuff. Damn, bro. We always um, wanted... So, what I used to do is... I used to be... My mom used to pack me roti and fried eggs rolled up. And then one day, I like my friend who didn't have lunch. I was like, "Yeah, you can have some of mine." So he eats it, and he was like, "Yo, this is so good." He starts telling people about my roti and under. So I would take about three, four packs of roti and under, and swap it. <laughs> swap it for like Lee snacks what? and like those roll ups. At the time, the roll ups had like Hey Arnold printed on it, and like um, Rugrats. So this was like before time, like. And that's the only time I would get, like, white people food. A moment, like, my, my dad used to buy the big packs of chips, not the little fun pack size. And my mom used to, like, pack it from there into, like, little bags just to, like, save money. Yeah, man. I remember, like, also we... Man, my dad would never buy us Cocoa Pops. Oh, bro, don't even <laughs> start on this. What? Bro, Indian would... parents were cheap, man. He'd he'd buy us the home brand cocoa puffs and he'd be like, no no no, they're the same thing. And it's not, man. It's not the same thing. And then what my mum would do is she would put half into a container and put the other half with the rice bubbles. What oh true. And yeah, I'd mix it up. So like mum would bro and she and she'd mix it up and yeah. then she'd be like, Oh, it's it's all mixed now, so With now you're eating ratio. cocoa pops and cocoa puffs. I'm like the ratio was like twenty rice bubbles yeah. to like one pop when you're indian bro you can't have sleepovers oh, i've never bro. ever had a sleepover in my life i don't know if it's changed but for us we were never bro, allowed sleepovers. our parents would lose everything if we asked them even like, if we ask even if we asked they would be like yo you know the answer and they would just go ham at us and man. you know like when you get your friend to ask because you think oh, um, <laughs> you think it'll work but when your friend's gone they'll get even more mad at you Yo, that did not work, G. And, like, even though my mate was legit, I used to go to his house, about 10 second walk, still not allowed. They're like, what if something happens? Bro, okay. You know the what thing. What if I, this happens? He, you know the thing I didn't get about that was, even though Daksha's friend lived like 10 seconds away, Daksha would stay at his house to probably like one, one, like one in the morning, but he'd still have to come home. So he could even stay there till like three in the morning, but not stay over. But it was so, like, isn't that so weird? Like, you can stay at the house for 3 a.m., but you have to come home. But you can't stay yeah, the night. Like, e- e- even though you pretty much stayed the night, but... <laughs> even now, like... Like, why? What they'll do is... I'm pretty sure everyone goes through this. They won't sleep until you get home. Yeah, bro. I think I think that's just parents, to be honest. Like, damn. They're like... I remember when I would um work at New Zealand, and I would, I would come back <laughs> home at, like, 2 a.m., and they'd still be awake. And I'm just like, yo... You guys need to chill and like sleep, but I think I think parents just have that instinct, you know. They're just like, man, I can't sleep until my kid's home. That's a meme, bro. Speaking of memes, man, we got like um, subtle curry traits now. Shout out to that page, man. It's hilarious, man. I remember like when I first came across that, I'm looking at all these memes, and I'm like, this is, how is this wait, so like you guys relate this as well? Yeah, it's so I know. You guys went through this it's so well. crazy. But yeah, I was looking at this meme. It's like. Carry mums when they see you smiling while chatting on the phone. 
don't ever, don't ever smile at your phone. Smile in the room, all you want, smile. Laugh, but don't ever smile. Um, oh, I saw this other one, man, it says, brown girls in a nutshell, can't talk, parents are up right now. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna lie, um, there's def- definitely inequality there. I mean, I feel like they're more stricter towards their daughters. What do you reckon? Then to the guys. Um, yeah, I think in a way, I think it was, yeah, it, it, it probably are like overprotective, especially if like your dad's overprotective of over, over their daughter. It's just like, damn. Yeah. But I understand where they're coming from, man. It's like, it can be influenced a lot. Yo, let's, um, going, going back to white friends, right? Like, what are some things, some things you remember of just like being with being with with white people like it was such a different experience i remember like the birthdays were always fire that always have like mean as party food um like even i had mean mean party food yo my barber still was, was like yo remember when i came to your birthday when i was when you were like eight and your mom made me made us all that food and i was like you remember that <laughs> that's so crazy but yeah i remember um I remember going to my friend's house one night and like, I'm like, yo, we're going to go play some PlayStation. We're going to have dinner. And then I'm like, she's mom's like, yo, come for dinner. And I'm kind of like in the room, just about to go. And then I'm about to walk into the dining room and I hear like, oh, is Dr. Chesil here? You can tell him to leave because we need to eat dinner. And I was like, thinking like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I was going to get some. And then... And then I just hear, oh, we don't have enough food. And then I come out and then she's like, oh, like, have you eaten? And I was like, oh, no, no, I've already eaten. And I'm like, what the heck? Do you guys not make extra food? Bro, they... Like our family, bro, we just put a pot on the table with rice and we eat it. We don't, what is even portioning? Yeah, bro, why, why are people portioning to the days? But I think, I think one of the craziest Timmy, things... Timmy, you can have one drumstick. Grace, Timmy. you can have one and a half. I reckon the craziest thing is that white people have so many snacks in their pantry. Like, they're stocked. Like, that was the best thing, going into my friend's house oh. and I opened the cupboard, and they're just stocked from, like, level up. Bro, they're just stocked yeah. with, like, snacks and pack of food. I'm just like, yo. One thing I didn't get is, like, heck? one thing I loved is, like, in my, like, we were allowed to just go eat food. But they were like, mom, can I please have these chips? Yeah, bro. I was like, <laughs> yo, what? <laughs> you got to ask to eat? Um... Yeah, I know, like, for sure, my mum would always look after my friends. Like, she would always, she would go, like, Martha Stewart, like, make all these snacks for us. At least, like, ask our friends, like, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how was your day? She would always um, make sure everyone's fed. So, yeah, shout out to my mum, man. Um, But, yeah, like, we have, like, a lot of funny childhood stories as well. Um, but the scariest thing you would ever hear from my mom is wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> but I'd hear that like literally every single hour. I'm not even kidding. I was so naughty. And she'd always just call my dad and like, com- like complain about us. Bro, okay. This is, this is the funniest <laughs> thing. Okay. Hear me out. So dad was always on my side for some reason. So mom would like think that dad would sort me out over the phone. Cause when, when dad was at work, it was just me and mom at home or me, me, Daksha and mom at home. So she'd call dad 
and then be like yo um dave's just mucking around and being so naughty doing this drop this broke this king can, can you talk to him so then dad will um put me on the phone he'd be like dave just listen and he'd hang up and that's all he say and then he'd always say that and mom thought she, he was actually like telling me off and like giving me a hiding but really dad didn't even care because he was he was at work he couldn't he couldn't care less but then when he came home <laughs> that was a different story okay that was just yeah i was that no that was pretty you would like try and go to sleep at like six so like i think you're sleeping but then you got to eat dinner and then they'll be like what happened why did your mom call me five times <laughs> then you know yo that's over yo Yo, once I cut this dude's hair, bro. Do you remember that? Okay, this guy had really nice curly hair. Daksha was jealous of my yeah. curls on my beautiful um, black locks. I will admit, I was jealous of those beautiful curls because everyone would be like, "Oh, look at his hair, it's so nice," and no one would say anything about me, and I got bro. really pissed. And I was like, <laughs> "You're gonna learn today." I chopped his hair. And <laughs> I threw it like I threw it behind the um, fireplace, and I would find it. That was when I, that's when I stuffed up. I should have flushed it down the toilet, but my brain wasn't developed yet. Well, you could put it in the fireplace. That would have made sense. You put it (laughs) behind it. Bro, you're so close. And then like, Dan couldn't really speak properly. So he didn't know, like, he didn't know. I don't know what the heck was happening. I don't even even remember, man. I think he was asleep. I just couldn't hack his hair. That was actually kind of serial killer-ish. Bro, that's sad, bro. But I'm going to say. My mom found the hair at the back. And then. I don't know, she put two and two together and I owned up and then I got Shame. a new hiding. But that actually, was like my one hiding I remember getting. Actually, was a really cute baby though. Like he was actually so cute. He still is. Look at him. <laughs> they can't look at me, bro. Oh, true. <laughs> Check my Instagram if you want to. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we would, um, this guy definitely got the most hidings. I remember um, uh, my parents couldn't catch him he was really quick so they'll throw things at him i remember one seeing like an orange like fly across the room yo i actually want to ask you a pretty serious question like because like when you're a teenager and you started getting into your teens maybe about 14 15 right you kind of want your own space because you're growing up you're figuring things out in your head and like social life getting into high school and all that like just just like a normal teenager but here you had an annoying ass little brother like me who would always like push and shove you. And like, how did you deal with that? Like, I, I actually remember those times you'd flip out at me, but there was times where you'd just be like, oh, we're going to just come hang out. So how was that for you? Like, were you just like, yo, just leave me alone. I'm trying to grow up. Or were you just okay with me just being around? I don't know, man. I think it's just hormones, yo. Like you get cranky and then you don't. You're like, you want your space, but then you realize like you can't really like, play rugby with your sister so then you're like okay now nah, come back come back it's cool it's cool <laughs> got like no friends and then i remember like we would go we did a lot of things together man i remember seeing this meme and it was like it was like um a photo of like someone's lawn and it had like six bikes on it Yo. and then it was like if you if you realize this was the last time this would happen you would have like cherished it more Thanks. like just like the good old days are just like Getting on your bike, texting your mate with a Nokia, yo, come to this person's house, it'll all meet up. And simpler times, yo. Yeah, straight up, man. And now, like, y'all are just on TikTok going crazy. That's cool, though. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Brown parents are 
built differently. Yeah. I think it's just the way they were brought up. Yeah. That's kind of I think what they learned from their parents and what their parents' parents taught their parents. Yeah, so and then just the yeah. cycle. I I think it comes down to a lot of like um focus and like mentality on how they achieved coming here. Like man, we don't even understand how hard they had to work. Like I remember our dad telling us his different paycheck. Like his first pay was like literally ten or twenty cents an hour. But back then it was okay money in Fiji. Like just imagine building yourself up to at least secure a flight ticket just to get here. Like and like just an airline ticket, bro. Imagine how hard you have to work <laughs> to just secure five hundred dollars. If if Yo, you're getting paid thirty cents an hour, man was getting like twenty dollars a week. Like what the heck? Even now, like they yeah. still get even the minimum wage in Fiji is just insane. Like what is it now? Like two or three dollars? Two dollars, three dollars an hour. Like, yeah, man. Like I was in Fiji like when just before lockdown, the whole coronavirus thing blew up, and my granddad was like waiting for the car to come around and. My mate was like, yo, why don't you just pay for parking? And he's like, nah, that's a dollar. That's big money. And my mate just like, because he's from India. He's like, yo, what? What do you mean it's big money? He's like, yeah, you know, minimum wage, $2 here. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Yo, what? <laughs> nah, honestly, guys, going back home opens your eyes for so much. Like, it opens your eyes about culture, about family, about how grateful you should actually be living in a country like living in the country you are in right now um but yeah i think we'll never be able to understand why brown parents think the way they do and why they are the way they are with us but um at the end of the day i think they just want um what's best for you of course yeah sure um sometimes y'all need to chill yeah and saying that man just relax like take it down a pitch you guys are living in a good country Different generation, things have changed. Just turn it down a bit, brown parents, you have please. To let, you have to let trust build, build itself. You can't operate out of fear. Like, if you keep a kid trapped, yeah. they're going to rebel even more. Exactly. It's just that whole, yeah. So, I'm definitely, like, learning lessons from my dad. And, obviously, I'm going to, maybe, well, I want to, but be a father one day. So, I, I don't know how how my parenting style will be at have you found a girl yet? Nah, nah. So that's still pending, bro. Come on, and that works. But nah, one thing y'all ain't having sleepovers, bro. If I couldn't have sleepovers, <laughs> y'all bro, ain't having no sleepovers. Sleepovers was a big thing, bro. We could not even like. We can't even ask, man. You get straight a slap, shut down, go to bed, bro. Okay, what's wrong? Sleeping in your own house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always hear that, yo. What do they say in Hindi? They would be like, ah, itna se hum kaam karta hai aur ghar liye nahi sakta ya So what I just pretty much said for you guys that don't understand Hindi was, I just made the best house and like you guys can just stay in this house. What's wrong with this house? And they just keep going on and, then, and and they'd make you feel bad. They're like emotional blackmail yeah. you. Like, yeah, you better stay in this house. I think, I think one of the worst lines was dad always saying, but you always go out. But you always go out. Oh. And it's just like, but when? You yo, don't let me. Yo, but it's like, no. Nah. You went out to the supermarket three weeks ago. I'm just like, what? What do you mean a supermarket? Yo, if you want to go anywhere, you no, got to you gotta line, have you three have... business days in advance. Oh. Why didn't you tell me earlier? Like, you know how you make last minute plans with your boys? Why didn't you tell me earlier? <laughs> and it's so easy for yo, white people. Eh? They just like, tell their parents and they just leave. Yo, I'm leaving. Like, 
But like what? for us, bro, you gotta like make a whole proposal. Like I'm gonna go out this time, Dad. This is what I'm gonna eat, and I'm gonna go with this friend. I'm not gonna meet this friend, and I'll be back home by this time. And they'd yeah, be like, "We'll think it, about it. Bring your friends home. Wanna meet them? <laughs> we'll think about it." Yo, why? <laughs> yeah, the worst thing like was um. Was bro, how hard was it for you to go on camps? Camps. Oh man, camps was so fun, yo. I remember the first camp I went to. Bro, I, cried. I remember. He, I he, he came back and he cried. Mom's like, why are you crying? I was crying? bawling my eyes He's like, out. I want to go back. <laughs> bro, I had so much fun. <laughs> you don't understand, yo. The, the boy was not let out. He Eating. was still secured in his lion's den Eating. and no one let him out. And then finally, he got to go somewhere and stay elsewhere apart from his house and he came back. I was back. eating nachos, bro. Bro, white food, man. I was man. eating nachos. White food. I got to have it twice. Damn. No curry and... That was a good good, uh, time in my life. I mean, like, yeah, man. Like I said, brown parents built different. I know for a fact, every person listening to this, when visitors came over, I don't know (laughs) why you had to clean your room. Like, they were going to go and hang out in your room. Yeah, like, you had to clean every inch of the house. Go vacuum vacuum the garage. Like, why? And it was, like, already clean half the time. (laughs) It's like, what? And, like, we'd always have um, special dishes, like cutlery and plates that you can serve to guests. Like, if you chose the wrong plates and cups, bro, it was over for y'all. And the worst thing was, if you're eating with guests and you take out a lot of food, bro, that was it for us. That that. was it for us. I got a story about that. Our dad would eye us out to the days, and then he would give us that look like, you wait after this. You wait after this boy. As soon as they leave, we're all like waving to them, like, see ya, goodbye. And then dad turns around. Door shuts. Door shuts, bro. I remember um, these guests came over, me and my sister sitting there. So my mom takes out some snacks, some puja, some tea. And like, um, the guest is like, oh, you'll come eat with us. Like, come have some of this. And then we're like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. And my dad's just like like looking at us, like and my mom's like looking at us and like, no no come come. And then we just start eating. And we just keep eating like I don't know why, it just tasted better, like from having it from that dish. <laughs> and then we like eat the whole puja. And then they leave, right? And then my dad takes out two bowls. About one kilo puja each, empties it into the bowl. <laughs> And he was like, yo, if you guys like eating so much with guests, you can eat this as well. Oh and then my me and my gosh. sister had to eat this one kilo of puja, bro. And we were like bawling our eyes out because it was <laughs> so much puja, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you ate a kg of, bro, where was I? You ate a kg of you're, puja, You were like a, you were a toddler, bro. You <laughs> understand. I'm pretty sure you were probably just smiling, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just laughing at us. That's why I drink milk. That's so funny, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay tell us about your um <laughs> tell us about your experience when you first started high school and like how you dressed up and how how, how mom and dad sent you there's a funny story that you, that you need to tell us Yo, this is why once again they're built different i remember i started high school year nine this is summertime we start hot as bought my uniform laid it out on the bed everything fitting so what my mom did is she bought me roman sandals right roman sandals the ones that jesus wore yep 
Jesus sandals, <laughs> bought me them Jesus kicks. And then I was like, nah, mom, no, 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 I can't wear this, I can't. And she's like, nah, it's going to get really hot. Your feet are going to get sweaty in these detentions. And she said, everyone wears them, eh? Everyone wears them. Everyone yeah, wears them. Look, bro. your sister like told me, like every even guys wear these. And I was like, okay, whatever. I should have texted my friends, man, before I wear Roman sandals. So I like, first day, this is the first day of year nine. First day of high school. Rock up to the bus stop. Shirt. Shorts, all iron, beautiful. Look down, no socks, Roman sandals. <laughs> I get out, everyone starts laughing. Oh, bro. Full on laughing at me. My mom's left. I can't text, oh, she's gone. That's sad. The bus comes, I need to go to school wearing Roman sandals. I'm the only person in year nine wearing Roman sandals. <laughs> and, you, and you're just known for that, eh? Oh, bro. People so still, sad. like, till this day, yo, I'm 24. <laughs> Year nine, how old would I have been? Thirteen. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Thirteen or fourteen. Ten years. People still hey, how's the sandals? <laughs> actually. <laughs> I still have those actually. Sad, I actually bro. still have those sandals, yo. Oh. I came home with like a mean sandal tan from one day. Oh. Never wore them again. I remember um That's crazy, bro. Like now people just love Indian culture, man. Bro, like the, the same people that call us caramunches. Exactly. Same people wearing Mendy, Hina. Ring Bindi, Coachella, like, man, look yeah, at y'all now. But appropriating I'm a, our culture. I'm going to actually be honest. When I was a kid, I didn't embrace Indian culture because I was like, man, because everyone bullied you. Everyone, like, mocked you for being Indian. Yeah. But now, man, I actually love our culture. Like, I love being Indian. I love our food, our music, the way we are, um, all those memes about us. It's like, we don't even take it offensively. It's just, it's just like, it's, it's just such banter it's now just, just, banter, to, yeah. just to have it on you, bro. It's so funny, like. They'd be like, oh, everyone why, would mock why? us about having dairies, but now we're like, yeah, bro, we own all the dairies now. Like, Yo, you man, know, we're helping the economy. <laughs> yeah, yo. bro, that's right. I remember like that always. Oh, why do you wear that dot on your forehead? <laughs> like, why, why don't guys wear that dot? <laughs> yeah, bro. And it's just like you try to explain to them, but then they're just like, but but they just mock you and be like, yeah. What is that dot? Is that a button? But like, <laughs> <laughs> does it what? do anything if you put it on what? you? If you press it. Man, people are wild. But yeah, man. I mean. If you're listening to this and you're white or like you're not Indian, you must be like, these guys went through some stuff. And we did. I mean, obviously, I can very, like, I can agree with you, man. Like, it was very hard to embrace our culture at the time. I feel like now it's, I wish I can, like, I had someone that is going to high school now. Like, did they get bullied for being Indian? Because, like, I did. And I think I think things are changing now. Yeah, I think I when think they started selling butter chicken pies, yo, I just knew something's something's yeah, working, bro. yo. Something's changed, bro. The game is changing. Like honestly, I I don't think like I think people get made fun of, but they don't get like bullied in a way where it makes you feel like you're nothing. Like they just joke about it, and then Indian people joke back about their culture. So it's like a is this is this banter? I can. I, I'm not too sure. I haven't. I, like, I don't know. In my time, it was way different. Like it yeah. was none of that. It was actually yeah. It was it was also pretty different. I think me like so me. I used to tell me, everyone I was Fijian. Yeah, but like speak Fijian then. We're just like oh, bula. Bula. <laughs> but like me and Dakshi went to the same primary for a bit, and then we went to the same high school. But we didn't. We weren't in the same um, mm. like year level or anything. Um, but yeah, I think um. Growing up was pretty interesting, to be honest. There was a lot of different perspectives we saw, especially going into 
white culture, uh, like Islander culture. It was it was really different. Um, and I think brown brown parents just obviously think differently um, when it comes to finance, when it comes to um, positivity, when it comes to your like everything. And I don't think one thing I I don't think is brown parents don't really know how to embrace well being. Um, when it comes to you know like the deepest side of mental health yeah stuff. yeah exactly like yeah, with men, we just brush it off and we've been taught to, taught to brush it off yeah man but that's this, a, like yeah. that's another topic for it's just episode, yeah but that's yeah. a good point you make that yeah like we've all in their dictionary, we've always been what is yeah. what is depression yeah <laughs> i don't know like we've always been taught you have to work this way there's a certain way to work and that's it you make money you give to your family and that's it like we've that's all been taught like re- regardless of how you get there you have to get there i uh, like yeah i definitely see you as like very brave bro like my dad went through like university came from a poor house worked his way up bro our this dad, guy like yeah. was david was against uni bro from day one literally day he one, was okay? ready he was ready to drop out like I'm not um, even kidding. I was year seven or year eight. I saw my sister studying at uni. I saw this fat ass textbook and I was like, dad, I'm not doing uni. Whatever you say, I'm not even going to, I was actually ready to, year nine was hard for me, bro. I, I found year 10 easier than year nine, which is so weird. Mm. But like, I was just, um, I knew there was another way to make it. You know how people are like, oh, you can't, you can't make it without uni. You, you just need a degree. And I, and I and I totally believe in uni. I'm totally for it. I totally believe that you need to learn and grow daily. I'm totally for that. But there's just different ways to do it and different ways. And there's a different destination for everyone. And we can't go on the same path. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I, yeah. Like, I like seeing way more Indian kids now just kind of move on from the whole uni thing. Yeah. They're like getting into trades and like... Yeah, come on, man. We need some more Indian up. plumbers like, out here, bro. That's really cool, man. Plumbers make, bro. Plumbers make like 120k a year. I can... Honestly, bro, you started the wave, G. Bro. Just take it. A lot of people like at our churches, they oh, they like, did this. They're like, it's all good. Like, look at him. He's like... This guy's like a manager now, account manager. And like for me, I went to uni. I've got a degree. But I still haven't found a job. So like you're gonna take that into consideration. Yeah. Like everyone is going for the same degree, and also gonna go for the same job. You're gonna someone's gonna miss yeah. out, and that could be you. Yeah, I th- yeah. So do you, you got to understand like going to uni isn't everything. I think one one thing that we can make a change and bring an impact to about brown people, brown generation, is that we understand that each person has a different calling in life and everyone's not meant to be the same whereas when like back back in our time our, our pimps like no you're gonna go to uni you're either gonna become a builder or a doctor or you're gonna go into become an accountant or like a finance manager and that was pretty much it, it was all uni based right but i think one thing we can actually bring into the next generation is say hey like there's something inside you that no one else has yeah how 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 are we going to unlock that and how are we going to push you towards it more like that's a whole nother topic but we're just we're just pretty much like touching base on things that we think you know um that we need to speak about with i'd say what brown culture brown people yeah i remember like definitely i think high school is like isn't like if you don't do well in high school it's not the end like you can still do well in life for sure but i think when you're in high school um make sure you're doing a a variety of other subjects just to gauge your, like what gauges your interest like bro what didn't i, I do i did, I did, I did japanese in year nine i loved it 
but when I went to year 10, my dad's like, nah, don't do Japanese. You're not going to use it. Like, I went to Japan last year, man. Yeah, Imagine bro. if I was fluent Japanese speaker, this, yo. That would have been shocked. This guy loves Japan, man. That's so crazy. That would have been shocked, yo. They would see this Indian kid speaking fluent Japanese. Yeah. I definitely could have used that. So just make sure you're, you're kind of just yeah. trying different things, man. Like, love seeing people get into design and, like, photography. Yeah, man. People always say, nah, there's no jobs in that. But, man, people pay people to make their websites design their to to do design work for them to shoot photos for them man a side hustle in photography you can make a lot of money dude yeah. like weddings and i think stuff like that i think one thing to take into consideration is just um speak up and just talk to your parents about it like you know you might have like something else planned and your parents are like nah you have to go to uni and you have, you have to do it this way but just speak up about it and just be like, no, I, I actually want to do this. And I can prove to you that I can. Like, okay, this this was my test, yeah, right? I was, I was going to say something. Yeah. If you're passionate, show them you are. Yeah, That's right. what this guy did. Right. I, I legit did that. Like, dad. So, um, I applied at Air. When I was year nine, I applied at Air New Zealand to work as a baggage loader. And they turned me down because they said I have to be, I have to be 17. So, I literally waited about, what, four and a half years to actually work there. And so, I know, I waited four and a half years. I can't imagine bro. this guy's CV, bro, at year nine. Bro, I wonder what he even wrote. I didn't write anything. I just said, I don't like school. I want a job. Work experience. <laughs> it was nothing, bro. It was um, just... It was just chores. It was, it was just with my granddad because I used to clean carpets with him. So, that was my only experience, right? But, um, yeah, I think dad, dad literally um, undermined me. And he was like, okay, prove yourself. If you bring me a job, um, a job offer from any zone, you can leave school. And I was like, yo, you don't know what's coming, boy. So I literally took two weeks off and I did work experience at New Zealand. I, I literally got my name out there. I talked to all the managers. I was like, yo, I'm going to apply for this job because I really want to work here. If I meet you at the interview, sort me out. I, I literally talked to five managers. They all knew my name. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Somehow managed to get in front of the managers, got an interview, got my job offer. And I was like, yo, dad, guess what? Got my job offer. He didn't believe me. Showed him. And he was speechless. He didn't know what to do. He was like, well... Okay, then I guess you leave. You can leave school. Because th that's literally what he said. Because he didn't know I would actually get a job offer. He was like, oh, this guy's never going to get a job offer. Like, he's got no experience. How is he going to work? But honestly, man, I was just passionate. I proved myself. And I was like, Dad, like, let me just do this, bro. I know what I want to do. Let me do it. Um, and to be honest, even if he said no, I would have probably still dropped out of school. So it was, mm. was like kind of two-factored. Like, okay, he's got a job offer and he wouldn't even listen to me. Cause I was uh, I was pretty rebellious. I was a pretty rebellious kid. So definitely yeah. set up for yourself, man. Yeah, man. Just just be brave. Um, but if there's one thing we are saying, like we're not we're not disrespecting um brown parents. We honestly appreciate yeah, um everything. Sure. Like man, like our dad tells us stories of how poor um they were and how much they suffered. Like man, they used to share like bro. a can of sardine between like five people. Yeah, they had, and like they would never see our um our like like my dad would never see his dad because he'd just be driving taxis the whole day, just to like bring food on the table, and they had what they had four kids in the house. Yeah. Um, and they and they also had I think four cousins living with them. So dad kind of pathed away for everyone. Eh? Like, yeah. that's why my dad's so into like studying in uni because he pretty much brought everyone out of Fiji and was like, "Yo, you guys need to study, and make something out of yourselves," you know. I'm just yeah. thinking about that CV, bro, at year nine. What did you even Bro, do? I didn't put anything in it, okay? I didn't know what I was doing. His but name. 
My phone number. <laughs> I'm not phone. kidding. I literally went to couriers and I said, yo, I want to sign up. So they signed me up, but then he was like, oh, you have to be 17 anyway. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. Came back, got the job, bro. And I was like, that's right. Experience and uh, don't give up, man. Cutting lawns, doing yeah, dishes. Yeah, yo, speaking of chores, like I remember when it was holidays. School holidays, you get two weeks, right? We only got one oh, week because bro. one week they would, would just be straight out. work. They, they they will literally tell us in two weeks advance, like, yo, two weeks is coming up. You they guys are going to work for this. a whole week. Going to be cleaning what this. What didn't we clean? Like, Monday, what edge of the house did we not clean? Monday is going to be windows, Tuesday vacuum. Guys. Wednesday. My my <laughs> dad, garage. My dad literally made me get a cloth and wipe the, like, the overhang roof, like, the white part of the roof. Like, like I don't know how to explain it, but, uh, like, underneath the roof, there's this, like, white part. And it's just really dirty. Kind of like underneath the guttering. Yeah, he made me bro, wipe it by hand. Hand wipe that, bro. <laughs> like, who does that, man? When that I come home, it better stuff. be done. Yeah. When I come home, it better be done. And I think the and like the reward we got was, we're going to drive you to Rotorua and back. <laughs> that was it. We're going to go for a long family drive in one car, go to Rotorua, take photos, stay there for two hours and come back. But yeah, man, I think, how long have you been going for? Yeah, so this was pretty much one of our... It was just like, a, this is just, you know, this is just all banter, just talking about brown people, brown culture, brown yeah, parents. Um, so we kind of just went into this and just wanted to talk about a few things. But we'll, we'll be coming back with some better content. Um, talking this, was, about some, this was content, bro. Yeah, this bro. is like... Talking about some deeper issues. Reflecting. Yeah, we just wanted to kind of vent, hey, like, man, there's honestly some stuff that... We, there's so many funny stories. As I, I reckon you guys have so many too. But um yeah man just yeah. reach us reach out to us man just tell us what you think of this um yeah I know it's been a while since we've released something I'm sure when this whole coronavirus thing dies down obviously it's a tough time to be living in the world right now but we're going to make we're going to get through this and um uh, I'm sure our young adults our youth are going to be having some events soon um obviously a lot of things are being cancelled but you know, this is only a season. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna last a lifestyle, uh, a lifetime. So, we're almost through. And uh, I just want to leave you guys with a bit of a brain tickler. If you were born deaf, what language would you think in? What the? <laughs> Bro, okay, have fun with that, guys. Hey, yo. Damn. <laughs> Anyway, Wait, repeat that one more time. If, if you were born deaf, what language would you think in? Damn, bro. Like, you know how you like you think of words and like you can you can you hear the word in your head, like apple. Like, if you think about but it, but deaf like, people I'm, have never heard. So, yeah, bro. but then but then that's like a counter question to like, do blind people dream? Because what would they visualize if they haven't seen anything before, right? Okay, see, this is this is just getting uh, out of hand. We wish you guys the best. Thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, wash your hands, don't be nasty. Love y'all. Take care.